Hi everyone, welcome to the February snapshot from Kiwi Fruit Vinehouth where we talk about all things related to Kiwi Fruit biosecurity and all the goings on over the last month. As per usual, all the things that we talk about, there's more information on our website. With me this time round is Linda, Linda Peacock from Kiwi Fruit Vinehouth, who's our technical services and grower support person, who I'm sure so many of you will know and have probably seen out and about recently. Morning Lisa. Hey, welcome. Nice to be here. So we've got quite a bit to talk about this time round. Um, the stink bugs, that's been in the media recently. We have publicly backed and congratulated the Ministry for Primary Industries for taking what we think is the right action in turning back ships that have arrived at the ports of Auckland carrying hundreds of unwanted stink bugs. So we're really pleased with the ongoing diligence of MPI to detect the brown marmorated stink bug and the yellow spotted stink bug and we really support the serious steps that they've been taking to manage the risk of these bugs getting here. We've also heard from representatives of the vehicle importing industry and they're taking the issue seriously and we want to credit them for the way that they're cooperating with government as part of a group that's been set up to urgently address the problem. We've actually heard from the chief executive of the Imported Motor Vehicle Industry Association and he's come to us because he wants us to know that he is 100% behind the position that we've taken and like us assures us that the industry wants to make sure that there's a sustainable solution put in place that addresses the problem offshore. And speaking of keeping the brown marmorated stink bug out, KVH has also been working with MPI and other horticultural industry groups to raise awareness of the threat and impact of the BMSB crossing our borders. This work has included meetings with importers and those moving machinery and other high risk goods such as fresh fruit. They're fully, and we're making sure they're fully aware of the biosecurity measures they must take. We've planned to ensure that as an industry we're well prepared for BMSB if it were to arrive and establish here. This includes running regular simulation exercises, hosting workshops with industry, MPI and other horticultural sectors and developing joint work plans for how we would manage an incursion and long-term response. So you've recently been out at the OPC days. Have growers been aware of what's been happening in Auckland and the two types of bugs that have been found on these ships? Yes, Lisa, the awareness of the industry is amazing and growers are certainly following this with keen interest and absolutely thrilled that the government has been so strong in their wording around um, pr pr protecting our borders. That's really good. Um, one of the things that we've been doing as part of the planning that Linda's just mentioned is working with other industry groups on an application to release a biological control that would help the fight for eradication in the event BMSB establishes here. One of the most promising control strategies currently being pursued, the samurai wasp is a natural enemy of the BMSB and it's thought to be effective in suppressing populations by up to 80%. There's lots of information on our website about this tiny wasp and as part of the application there'll be a public consultation stage so everyone can have their say and show their support. We'll keep you up to date on what that um, consultation stage is like and when the dates come up. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of other background work that's also going on. KVH has put forward a submission to MPI on a proposed amendments to the import standard for vehicles, machinery and equipment. 
So although there are multiple potential ways that brown marmorated stink bug could enter New Zealand, interception data demonstrated demonstrates that the vehicle's machinery and equipment pathway is very high risk. It is especially the case from countries where brown marmorated stink bug is found in large numbers, is undergoing population growth or expansion across regions, so in countries such as USA, Italy and several other countries across Europe. The recent border interceptions of both the brown marmorated stink bug and the yellow spotted stink bug are a timely and important reminder of how important it is that we know what these bugs look like and what to do if we find them. So Lisa, these two bugs are quite similar, so what are people looking out for when they are scouting around trying to um, determine if we have indeed got these bad boys on shore? So they're both around about the same size. They're about the size of a 10 cent coin or larger. Um, and I find it really easy with the yellow spotted stink bug because like its name indicates, it's covered in small yellow spots. The brown marmorated stink bug, I guess the most identifiable features is or are the banding on the abdomen and on the antennae. And they're also quite a bit bigger than the natives that we currently have here, so they can be up to probably double the size. Growers have already contacted KVH with suspicious bugs, and it's great to see that they're taking that initiative. So for all, all of those out there, just letting you know we have put together a further leaflet with the two bugs side by side, so continue to contact us if you'd like some copies of those uh, handouts, otherwise they'll be available at all the OPC field days that are now in progress. So there's been quite a bit going on recently and over the summer MPI have had a substantial volume of passengers at our airports. The numbers at Auckland Airport alone have been up 5% on last year and on the busiest day there were more than 18,000 people who were going through the biosecurity section of the airport. And with that comes some pretty weird and wonderful interceptions. Um, there's quite a bit of information on our website about it, a few pictures as well, but um, there are some really interesting things that we've seen out there. Um, comes to mind, I think, a skeleton made out of chicken bones. Um, and you would have also read in the media that there was a um, person who was trying to smuggle some sausages into the country. And also Taika Waititi, he um, put up on his Twitter page, a picture of him and Hilary Swank, who a few years ago um, was fined for trying to bring an apple into the country. So there's been quite a bit going on. So Lisa, another thing that we've been asking growers to do is to report to us any unusual vine symptoms, because we really, it's important that I think that we look into these, and supported by MPI, we can help growers to be sure that there's no biosecurity risks associated with some symptoms that may be of concern to the grower. Um, we've already taken a number of calls over the last few years, but now we are dis we're thinking that we can get that information back to growers so it can be useful. Um, so we've now got an unusual symptoms report for each of those investigations up on our website. Uh, it's a, in a simple, easy-to-read table, and we'd certainly recommend that growers go and have a look to see just what's been found out and about over the last little while. Yeah, we definitely need to keep those reports coming and the message is the same for growers, 
contractors, anyone else on the orchard, stay vigilant and be on the lookout for not just unusual vine symptoms but any unwanted pests as well. Don't be afraid to report anything that's found. Early detection is key to eradication and the sooner we know that there's something going on, the more we can do to help. We're still at the height of the high-risk period for stink bugs and fruit flies. Don't forget that. Um, be especially aware of any larvae that's in fruit. And unwanted pest of the month. Every month, KVH, as part of our role in raising awareness about biosecurity, um, we like to feature a pest that comes from our pest calendar. And there's also pictures and to help you on the on the website to help you identify these new unwanted pests that might be lurking. Another pest that we've got a focus on this month is the spotted wing drosophila. It's a threat to fruit crops in every country it has established in and results in major economic costs due to control, crop destruction and market access implications. The spotted wing drosophila has a wide range of hosts, including kiwi berries. There's not any evidence of its impacts to kiwi fruit, but there are market access implications if we had an incursion. Unlike most other vinegar flies, which attack damaged or rotting fruit, the spotted wing drosophila lays its eggs in ripening fruit, leaving it soft and unmarketable. The pest features on our calendar, which is up on our website, and we've also got quite a few pictures online as well that would help you identify it. Lisa, I'd just also like to make growers aware that we have um, added a couple of additional PSA research reports to our website. The first of these is a paper on monitoring the effectiveness of wound protectants against PSA, and importantly, this report reminds growers that neither copper paste nor a knock block paste should be applied to girdling wounds. So girdling is something that will be going on in the industry just at the moment. There's also a second paper which reports on the efficacy of Ambitious on PSA for Hayward. We uh, talked about both those reports in the bulletin last week and it was the most read article, so that's something growers are definitely interested in. Uh, we talked about fruit flies a little bit earlier and latest border information is now up on our website in the February risk update. It incorporates the latest data from the Ministry for Primary Industries and includes surveillance trapping information from almost 8,000 traps that are in place throughout the country. There haven't been any fruit flies of concern found so far this high risk season which started in September. There are several fruit fly responses that you would have seen in the media re recently. Uh, across the Tasman there are two Queensland fruit fly outbreaks in Adelaide being managed at the moment, as well as a Mediterranean fruit fly outbreak and Queensland fruit fly responses in Tasmania. Latest news out of Western Australia is that an adult female Queensland fruit fly has been found in a surveillance trap just outside of the Fremantle CBD. So we're following all of these responses really closely because the outbreaks are so close to home and we uh, obviously want to keep an eye on any increased risk to New Zealand. So something really exciting in the news I see just recently, Lisa, and that's our scientists receiving the 2017 Prime Minister's Science Prize. Yeah, that was really, really cool news. So um, the team were mobilised in late 2010 when PSA was first discovered and they were, um, I guess, awardees for their rapid and successful response. We've written to plant 
and food research to congratulate them and let them know that um, like growers and everyone else in the industry we think the work that they have done has been absolutely invaluable. And last but not least, just a reminder that everything we've talked about is in more detail on our website and you can stay in touch with us a number of different ways as well as the podcast. We put out a bulletin every fortnight which you can subscribe to if you haven't already and we publish articles in our newsroom regularly. So that's everything from media releases to news stories about what's going on in the industry to updates on our social media channels which you can also follow us on. We've got YouTube, Twitter and Facebook. Thanks everyone and we look forward to seeing you out and about.